Bible, can you say amen? Many bulls have compassed me. Strong bulls of Bashan have beset me round. They gaped upon me with their mouths as a ravening in a roaring line. You can be seated. Father, we love you today. I pray, God, that you'd help me to preach in the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, we need your help. And I know this, God, except you do it, it ain't gonna get done. So, God, we just pray today that whatever you've got in store for us today, God, that you just have your way, that souls will be saved and lives will be changed, that you alone will get the glory for it, that you be praised, that you be lifted up. Father, I stand where no man can help me but the I stand God where I'm in desperate need of a divine unction, a smearing of the Holy Ghost. Kick off the honey bucket in our soul. Help us, oh God, to leave this building stepping high on the top of the waves. Help us, God, not to be in the valley. But if we are in the valley, then we might find help in the well in the valley. Help me, dear God, to be a help to your children. And Lord, we'll thank you. In Jesus' name, we thank you and pray. Amen. If the Lord would help me for a little while this morning, I want to preach on this thought. We have a chief matador. Oh, Lord, how mercy. I told you, y'all looking at me crazy. If you look in Psalms 22, uh, uh, Psalms 23 is the great shepherd chapter. Uh, uh, Psalms 24 uh, is the reigning sovereign chapter. Uh, but in, in Psalms 22, uh, we see a pre-appearance uh, or a preview of Calvary. We notice that in the first verse, uh, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? In in verse 6, we see Jesus uh, speaking through the psalmist, uh, identifying himself uh, as a worm. Uh, we see in verse number 7 uh, and in verse number 8, uh, uh, different prophetic pictures uh, we'll see in the latter part. Uh, in chapter 22, verse 16, 17, 18, uh, and verse 22, uh, we see other portraits uh, of the coming Messiah. But I'm dealing specifically with the verses that we look at in verse 12 and in verse number 13 how we see the strength and the fury of the persecutors and those who crucified our Lord they are represented in this chapter as bulls and lions some of the most formidable beasts a man could ever meet you'll notice that the Bible says many bulls now, when I, when I look at this word, bulls, it is the word for steer. It is the word for a bull that does not have the ability to produce life. When I think about bulls that are compassing the Lord, that is that dead religious crowd that cannot. Hey, the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were looking 
looking for a Messiah, but did not accept him when he came on the scene. They were like many bulls, uh, these fierce bulls, uh, bulls uh, raging, furious. Uh, I remember talking to a man uh, just the other day in Texas. Uh, he worked on a dairy farm. Uh, he said that there's only one bull, uh, and that bull was so fierce uh, and so mean uh, that it kept, was kept in an arena that was made a fence uh, that was made out of cross ties that were bolted together and sunk up in the ground. The only time that bull amen, saw anybody was throwing food over the top of it. A bull, this idea of bull is fierce, uh, rage, and they, the bull, his head is his power, his horns is his power, and with their position and with their power, they were able to see Jesus put on the cross. Uh, the council, oh yes, it was the foreknowledge of God, but it was a council of a wicked, ungodly, religious crowd. It was that they stampeded our Lord there at Calvary. They were the ones who incited the crowd, crucifying, crucifying. But then notice not only bulls of Bashan, or, or many bulls, but then it says strong bulls. Bulls of Bashan. Now at the cross of Calvary, Jesus was tasting death for every man. At the cross of Calvary, he was suffering for your sins and for my sins. At the cross of Calvary, they were bulls. They were steer bulls. They were bulls. Those religious people, the scribes, the Pharisees, even the Gentiles who didn't have a dead religion but had a dead society. They believed in rank and priority and no and they had they had strength and power politically, and they were around the Lord. The the actual uh, Romans are referred to in verse sixteen as dogs, vicious dogs, violent dogs, untamable dogs. Well, these bulls of Bashan have pushed the Lord. But then notice this: uh, the bulls, the many bulls. These bulls of Bashan were that that. That plateau, Bashan. Y'all remember when they came out of Egypt and they went to cross over Jordan and Reuben and Gad and the half tribe of Manasseh said, we've got cattle and uh, we don't want possession on the right side of Jordan. We want possession on this side of Jordan. And remember, they had to defeat two kings, Gog, Og, and Magog. Og was the king of Bashan. Bashan was known for its fertile soil. And so strong bulls is a name for strong, fierce, strong, fatted bulls. In, in Ezekiel 39 verse 18, it talks about rams and bulls that have been fattened and strengthened off the land and the fields of Bashan. In Numbers 32 and verse 33, we see that Joshua was dealing with that crowd. Hey, and Moses even uh, gave that uh, land, that land of Basham uh, to the half-tribe of Manasseh and Reuben and Gab. Now you say, preacher, what's wrong with wanting to raise your uh, family on cattle country? Well, the only thing is, it's not Canaan. And it may look good for cattle, but it ain't good for children. Can I get an amen? Oh, yes. It may look good for your pocketbook, 
but it ain't good for your children. Hey, hey, and they were raising children. You know what else? That country's, uh, even in the New Testament, you know what else that country's known for, don't you? Mark chapter number five, the madman of Gadarenes. You know where he is raised at? You know where them wild men that was full of the devil, they was raised at? It's not only a good place for bulls, it's a good place for demons. When you see that word strong, that's the word attributed to angels. Up yonder and fallen angels. You know what Christ is saying? He's saying you see the many bulls. You see the bulls of the Gentiles. You see the dogs of these Roman soldiers. You see the bulls of the scribes and the Pharisees that have pushed and used their position and their power and their perverted thoughts of Scripture to put me on this cross. They just played into the hands of my father. And you see the, but there's also strong bulls of Bashan. There's demons. Hey, what, you know what Christ is telling us? He said, there's bulls that I'm fighting that you can see and that you can't see. Y'all stay with me. This is introduction. We're fixing to get to the message. He said, I'm facing bulls, many bulls that you see. But I'm also facing bulls of Bashan, them demons, and the devil himself. They're bulls that you can't see. So just for a little bit, I want to preach on this thought. Christ at Calvary going to a bullfight that only he could win is our chief matador. Can anybody help me? Woo! Hey, can I, let me say this, Brother Jeremy. Jesus was being broke. Hey, let me put it like this. There had to be a bullfight before we could get the blessing. Hey, he had to get gored before we could get in on grace. Hey, what I'm saying is, whoa, there's a fight that only he can fight. <laughs> oh, we have a chief matador. It sure did help me when I found out. I got to thinking, Brother Jeremy, about this matador. He's saying, I am facing, I've tasted death. I have your sin placed on me. I'm down for your iniquity and your transgression. The seen bulls and the unseen bulls, they have compassed me about. He even spoke of a lion that was roaring. I remember what Brother Bain said, preaching down there in Papua New Guinea when he said he heard a line circling that crowd and he said that line sounds like he's mean and the chief said no he just got his hiney kicked that devil he makes a lot of racket he might try to circle you but his teeth is knocked out He's done got his hiney kick. Are y'all with me today? Hey, this bull's seen and unseen. God had to go fight that. He fought a fight that nobody could fight. I didn't fight it for you. Your preacher didn't. The church didn't. Your deacons didn't. Mom and daddy didn't. But thanks be unto God, we got a chief matador. Can I get an amen? Woo! Brother, here's the thought. This chief matador. I got to looking up what matador means. Now you won't find this in the dictionary. But here's what Spain says about a matador. We don't call him matador. We call him master. 
going to defeat the bull. He's known that one in charge, that chief matador, he's known as master. I say hallelujah. I say glory. He tasted death. There ain't but one person could defeat these seen and unseen. Wouldn't one person that we could get gored so we can enjoy grace and take part of glory. Hey, but one person that was going to be broken so we could get the blessing. And it wasn't nobody on this human flesh outside of Jesus incarnate. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you watch a bullfight, you'll think the bull's in charge. He ain't charge nothing. You know whose arena it is? The matadors. You know who initiates the fight? The matador. Mm. Hey, some of the strongest bulls the devil had was gathered around Calvary that day. Oh, yes. And many bulls was stampeding around the cross. Oh, yes, you better believe that. And there was a whole line. He's roaring. How chonder. <laughs> he sounded big and bad, but he's fixing to get busted. Are oh, y'all with me today? Oh, we have a chief matador, a great bullfighter. He fought the fight that you and I couldn't fight. Hey, the battles of Lord's back at Calvary and every day and every calamity and every hardship that you face, don't forget the greatest battle that was ever fought was won. He said it is finished. If he won that one, he can win everything you face. Chief Matador. But you know what helped me, brother? You know what color? You know what? Y'all know what color they use? It's red. Whoa! Bull can't see colors. Right, Michael? Bull can't see colors. <laughs> he just sees the movement. <laughs> Who chooses a color? Matador. It's not by tradition that you've been saved, that the bulls has been defeated. <laughs> I feel like saying, Toro! Brother Jeremy, thank God. Hey, he come through the bloody womb. Thank God. Went to the bloody garden. Hallelujah. Went to the bloody cross. Hey, hallelujah. Gave his last bud. He's not saved by tradition, vain conversation, but with the precious blood of Christ. The bull will be defeated. Hallelujah. Thanks be unto God. Now, you know what helped me? In the arena, guess what? Guess he's got some people in there with him. Guess how many total matadors they are? Three. <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I like it. Now, like this. In recent days, they have four. That puts a whole new meaning. On 2 Corinthians, we are workers together with Christ. <laughs> Whoa! I'm, I'm, God, is everybody in here? I'm telling you, I didn't know bullfight. I'm looking for a rodeo, y'all. I'm looking for a bullfight. I didn't know there's so much. Whoa, gospel in it! Hey, listen, Chief Matador ain't never lost. Uh uh. 
bull thought he's in charge. But it's a battle of his choosing. It looks like the many bulls are in charge. <laughs> but it's his choosing. You know what the chief matador has? And the other two picadors. Them three, you know what they, you know what they wear? Mm. Now, that fourth one, he don't get to wear it. But the three, especially the chief matador, he gets, he's in flesh, but he gets to wear noble royal clothes. What I'm saying, you say, preacher, what are you talking about? I'm saying his nobility, his deity, and his humanity went to that bullfight. I'm glad he, hey, wow! Are y'all with me? I've been in Texas too long, ain't I? Yeah. Yeah, y'all know, y'all with me? I pictured myself riding a bull around the sanctuary. I just didn't know who was going to play bull. Little brother, he'd been defeated. There's three of them. And then I got to go in there. I don't get the same respect they do. Brother Jeremy, I noticed this. It's helped me right here. What they're doing, those other two are running the bull toward the chief. (laughs) All them bulls. If he happens to take on more than one, bulls, their job is to stir them toward the chief matador. Ain't you glad today he defeated every demon? Hey, hallelujah. Death, hell, and the grave. We have a chief matador. He never lost one of them. Can you say amen? He's got two working with him. He got four. He's in a contest, a conquest. There's going to be something happen here between the bull and matador. Oh, that bull's mean, but he ain't the one in charge. The bullfighters dropped, let's fast forward to America, okay? The bullfighters job in America arena. His number one job. Y'all got to pull in real close. Y'all just try this. It might help you. Are y'all ready? Pull up to the edge of your seat and lean forward. And listen real intently. Say amen. Just real low. That way nobody ain't got to hear you. It's liable to help you. Now listen, listen, listen to him. Do you know what they're doing, brother? He's in charge, the chief matador. It looks like that bull's going to get the best of him. But you know what he starts doing, brother Jeremy? He starts throwing instruments to weaken them, that bull. Guess where he throws them? Right on the head. Amen. Right. Yeah. Y'all ain't. Bruised his head. Amen. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> Genesis 3.15. Yeah. You can't recover from a head injury. Are y'all with me today? He stab, they stab it right in the back Amen. of the neck. Right. Mm. It makes that bull that walked around all proud right. go to bow on his head. <laughs> Oh, one day, that sorry low down. I want to pause a minute. 
discipline. Devil is going to get thrown off into hell. Hey, but right now, he's been defeated. He's weak. Y'all with me? All right. Now, what's going to happen is them bullfighters' number one job. Now, are y'all with me today? The bullfighters' number one job in America is to see the cowboy gets home safe. <laughs> good God. <laughs> good Lord. I don't know. Hey, thanks to other working with the head honcho. <laughs> Whoa! Some of y'all have been in the arena and no devil's through you. And that devil come over there stomping on you. And that devil come over, he took his nose right in your gut. Right in your soul. And you say, this is it. I'm done for. I ain't going to be able to go back to church. He got me, boy. But you know what, Matador? You know what he'll do? They've got special clothing. That protects them. It was made from an outside source. You know what he'll do? He'll jump on top of you and take every blow of that bull, every gouging of that bull, because his job, his duty is to see the cowboy. Is everybody in here listening? I'm telling you, you think the devil has got your nose. He's got his nose in your gut. You think he's goring you. You think he's got you damn. He think you pin you. You feel like your life is over. Like there's no sense of going on. Ain't you glad? We have an intercessor with the Father. I'm glad he's always on duty. And he will see that you make it to the house. Am I right? You know what else I found out? Brother Jeremy, I was talking to an old fella down there. I done about broke the bed through the hotel room thinking about this. I was jumping up and down on the bed. I, I can't help it. Keith was in there with me and he's agging me on. We was having a Texas hotel fit. I, I got to thinking, brother, that old boy said one time, see, in America, the bullfighter, his job is when the bull comes out to shoot to get that bull to start spinning. It's a benefit to the rider. It's a benefit to the cowboy. He'll get more points. In other words, he'll get more trophies. He'll get more blessings. He'll be benefited by a larger score. And it's at bullfighters. A boy told me, he said, he's in a rodeo. And I said, one of them riders said, talked to one of them bullfighters. He said, you ain't doing me right. Got mad at him. Jumped on him. That bullfighter had to put him in submission. There's some people in this building probably. Y'all mad at God. You may not even know who you're mad at. But you might be mad at God. Thinking he's done you wrong. Somebody else is blessed with better than you. Man, I feel like I need to call an invitation. You know what happened? They fought. Bullfighter, 
You can't beat the bullfighter. Hello. We like to think we something riding him once in a while. We done got one that defeated him. Right. A chief matador. Y'all with me? Right. <laughs> Woo! That ride, that boy told me, he come out of the chute and he got hung up. And that bull was about to kill him, Tony. He said, the thought crossed my mind. He done fought with that bullfighter. His eyes swelled up from when he fought. He's on his own. That bullfighter, he's dead. That bullfighter ain't going to do it. But you know what he did, Jeremy? That bullfighter jumped on that bull, pulled his hand, drug him to safety. They, some of us in here today, we'll shake our finger at God. We'll cheat God like any old way. We'll just be mad at God and half mad at the world. And, and, and we'd be right. He just let us just be tore up. But you know what he'll do? When you get hung up in the valley, get hung up in the storm, you get hung up in bad times, you've been mean and mad, you ain't half done right. You, hey, you ain't read your Bible, stubbed up on your prayer life, just went live wicked and ungodly. But thanks be unto God, I got somebody to jump on the back of that, that bull. Wow, yes, I pull you to safety. Y'all with me? Back in Spain. Bullfighting is three acts. It's like a play. But believe me, it ain't play. I've seen some bad injuries researching this. Hey, you know what signifies the last act? A trumpet blowing. <laughs> Lord God, the bull's already weak and defeated, but they'll. Everybody will stand to their feet. Y'all didn't get it. Everybody will rise. Y'all got that, didn't you? They'll horn or toot. Everybody will rise. They'll start waving a white hanky. That means. The matador's got the trophy. The matador's got the trophy. Can I say hallelujah? We got a chief matador. He got the trophy. Amen. One day. You know what that's doing, Brother Jeremy? That last trumpet sounds. Yeah, would y'all agree? He's the prince of power of the air right now. He's weak though, ain't he? The only power he has is what he's allowed to have. He thinks he's, he ain't charged nothing. Right. He, <laughs> he went in charge of Calvary. But when that horn toots, guess what happens? Yeah. That matador pulls out the sword. <laughs> I can't make this up. Pulls out the sword, Tony. <laughs> Slides right up underneath that bull. Yeah. Jumps up. Stabs his artery right in his head. He's done forever. They'll drag that bull as a parade in front of the whole stand. They'll wave him a handkerchief, give him a trophy. He's won the trophy. Hey, man, he's victorious. Can I say today, we have a chief matador. He defeated religious and Gentile bulls and the demonic bulls. He's a chief matador. Hallelujah. You know what, Brother Jeremy? The crowd will be on his feet, waving him handkerchief. And this is what'll happen. If they keep standing, waving him handkerchiefs, that chief matador, 
Are y'all with me? How many times we said, we like to kick a devil one time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have yeah, he must not beat y'all up enough because there'll be a lot more heads nodding. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to rise and meet him in the air. Yep. That's the last stomping ground of the devil. Right. The sword mm -hmm. that has done the duty all this time right. is going to bring the final blow. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. I don't know why we stay so calm. Hallelujah. And it fell quick waving. They're acknowledging that they're all on their feet. They ain't that I'm going. No, sir. They're on their feet. They're celebrating victory. It is finished. The bull has been destroyed. Whoa! No longer will he gore anybody. He won't buck nobody. He won't harm nobody. He won't hey, stomp nobody. He won't stampede your family. He won't get your youngest. Good God, I say how. I don't tell the Lord. I say how. Amen. He's going to be finally destroyed. You know what he'll do? They keep waving. You know what he'll do? He'll cut off an ear of that bull. Start throwing it to the ground. That helped me. He's had too many ears of our young people. Are y'all with me? Oh, yeah. Dismember him. He ain't fit to eat. It's a trophy. But this got me. But Jeremy, whew. at the end of the fight, all of a sudden, seemingly out of nowhere, roses go to flying. That chief matador walks out like, yeah. And you know what he'll do? As a sign of love for the crowd, as a sign of love, for the church, he'll start throwing them roses. Amen. They'll all leave. It's been said, yeah. smelling like roses. <laughs> oh, preach on, preach on. That's helping me. Me too. Amen. We got a chief matador. He's a rose sharer. I like getting around him. Everything he throws my direction, it's like a rose. Guess what? About them roses. He's done faced a bull. Them roses have been deformed. <laughs> right there, I picture Trish jumping Woo! out the window. Hey, right <laughs> Woo! Jared, if you wouldn't, praise God. I say. I love you, Jerry. I'm about ready to ride some. Hey, are y'all with me today? Some of you need to just stand up and rejoice that the bull's been weakened. He's been defeated. All that's necessary has been provided. And there's coming a day when the final horn's gonna blow. Hey, the trumpet will sound. Last scene, last battle. And pull out that sword, sliding up under and jumping, stabbing at it and say, Done.
that bullet drop. Now listen to me. Some of you young people, mamas and daddies in this building. Y'all remember when I preached that message? Oh, there was no smith in all the land of Israel. Yes, Miss Tricia, I preached on that blacksmith. You remember that? He's going to let me come over. Lord willing. One day when I can make two of me, I'm coming. Amen. And uh, blacksmith can't work without a hammer. <laughs> that word's a hammer. Without fire. <laughs> without wind. <laughs> now, why was it? Because the Philistines, Jonathan, and one more, only ones that had swords. Everybody else had players, plows, and shares. Y'all remember that? Okay, stay with me. The only thing the children of Israel had was a file. Now, using a file took a lot of work. If they wanted their mattock sharpened or the culture sharpened, they had to go down yonder to the Philistines to get it sharpened, except they had a file. In those lists, there's mattock mentioned sharpened by the Philistines and mattock mentioned starting, uh, sharpened by the file. There's some people in here, if we wouldn't be so lazy, we could sharpen our tools with the file that God's given us. Can I hear an amen? Yes, sir. Everybody in this building's got a file. Can I get a witness? Hey, that's right. Hallelujah. I can't, I can't sharpen a chainsaw. I call on Michael Kerr or Tony Pierce. <laughs> I just can't sharpen it. I've used a file. See, you got to be skilled in it. Yeah. Oh, it'll sharpen some things. Say amen. amen. But the whole purpose was to keep the Israelites from having a sword. They knew if there wasn't no blacksmith, there'd be no revolt. All they had was hoes and pigs and cultures. That's all they had. They knew they didn't have to get everybody to quit being the children of God. All they had to do was take the sword out of the land. Make them think the sword ain't important. Make the smith quit. Every preacher in this building's a smith. Every preacher in this building's a smith. For God's sake, don't quit. Amen. You're right. Some can't make as fancy a sword as others, but we're still a smith. Some can't make them as big as others, but don't worry. Nathan needs a sword too. Amen. Yeah, Dylan needs a sword too. Yeah, Rebecca needs a sword too. Well, I ain't as good as some of them others. You know what God did? He gave them Canaan. The Bible said in Deuteronomy that Canaan was a land, was a land where ore rocks just laid on the ground. They just went and picked them up. But I'm sure it got heavy, picking up them iron rocks, them, ore, them iron ore rocks. And they said they had brass. If they really want to make that sword fancy, they had to dig for the brass. But as, as long as you had a smith that knew how to work it. But I'm going to tell you what, what my fear is, that the devil ain't after everybody in the church. He just wants all the blacksmiths to quit... There's a fourth man in the ring nowadays. He's a light. Now we're the light. We're workers together with Christ. There's an army of people that need some swords. 
Would y'all help me in the house today? God help us. Hallelujah. Guess what they killed the bull with? Didn't kill him with a hoe. Killed him with a sword. I just want to know if anybody in here realizes how much he cares about you. His job has been completed at Calvary. And right now he's making intercession. His desire is for every person to make it home. Guess what? What he desires, he does. We have a chief matador. We have a master of the bullfight. He ain't never been defeated. When the bull thought he had him, he wounded him in the head. And he hung a head in submission. Right. And one final day, the trumpet's going to blow and he's going to stab that sword the Amen. final time, throw him in the lake of fire. Right. I say, glory Amen. be to God. Yes, Would y'all listen to me today? Could you rejoice with me that we have a chief matador? Let's all stand, heads bowed, eyes closed. Some of you are thinking that the devil's got his nose in your gut. And you ain't going to make it. I'm glad we got a chief matador that'll jump on top of you. He'll take a blows for you. Oh, my God, my God. Some of you need to leave today smelling like roses. Some of you need to be reminded today, thank God, that rose to the crowd. Hey, let me say this right quickly. Do you know what that, that killing of the bulls actually called? Another term is the moment of truth. I want to ask you today, is the bull just running you all over the ring? Does he, does he act like he's got everything in? This is the moment of truth, friend. Here's the moment of truth. Are you going to be a worker or a whiner? Here's going to be the moment of truth. Worker or whiner? I'm telling you right now, if you'll cry out to God, he'll jump on you and take the bulls, blows. He's already went to Calvary for you. He tasted death for every man. He is buried and rose again. We have a chief matador, the master of the bullfight. He's never lost one, and he never will. Father, we beg you today to speak to every heart in here. I'm glad that today, God, that you're on our side and we're on yours. I'm glad there's a choice for everybody to make in the building. If there's somebody lost... And Lord, they're trying to beat their way through life. Help them to realize that they've got to come to you and be saved. 